Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, oh yeah. His 40s are 40s, so yeah, oh yeah. Hello one, hello all. Welcome to another fantabulous episode of 40s on 40s. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And today, we are going to be taking a very special look at an event that is coming up in a uh, a matter of weeks, actually. Uh, the 61st Annual Grammy Awards. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is uh, it's a thing where you give awards to songs and artists that make cool stuff. And, uh, it's all totally bullshit, man. It's, uh, it's basically an Illuminati conspiracy, is what I've heard. It's a celebration of music. Yes. And it's pitting artists against each other because one has to be better than the other. Also, yes. <laughs> uh, not really. It's not pitting them against each other. Well, kind of. It's kind of more like whoever can like outsell the other. That's kind of closer to what it is. Yeah. Um, although, there's always some surprises in the Grammy list, which is why it's exciting to look over the nominees, which is exactly what we're going to do right now. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Now, there are a lot of categories. Uh, We might do all of them. We might get bored and not do all of them. No, honestly, I'm like, I don't want this to be alone. Okay. (laughs) I want more of this to be like reviewing the music. Yes. The important thing is that we will actually be reviewing songs this episode, um, all of which are within the nominations of this year's Grammys. Um, A lot of the songs that are up we've already reviewed. So we won't do those, but we will review ones that we haven't done yet uh, based on certain ones that I picked out because I thought they sounded cool and or I have heard them talked about in other circles. Right. So, with all that being said, what do we got to drink here for this special occasion, Josh? For this special occasion, um, we've acquired some Martinelli's. Oh, good. Because it's a new year. And we're celebrating, and I guess that's what you do with those times. <laughs> you drink Martinelli's, right? Is that correct? That's exactly what you do. But uh, it wouldn't truly be an episode of the podcast if it wasn't alcoholic. So uh, do we have something to spice that up here with? Oh, we do. <clears throat> we are both going to be trying some apple-flavored Smirnoff Ooh. and also some premium vodka, Stolichnaya. Also known as Stoli. Stoli. Yes. Well, and, um, at least that's what the lady selling it to us called it. So we got some good shit, man. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have a good time. I'm excited to kick back and. We're excited. Are you? <laughs> the answer is fries. Yes, that is <laughs> that is the answer. I just hear a little ah coming from the phone. So, yeah. um, cool. Well, first question: How do we open this? Um, there's a like a thread. You? Oh yeah, there we go. Um, oh, we even have red cups, by the way. Yes, we do. Red cups are essential. See, I was thinking about buying like plastic, like the the like translucent cups, but I wanted us to really have a real classy time tonight. So I figured red cups would just do the trick. Um, let's see. So I got the top off. Oh, and then you gotta do that. Um, I think we might need a bottle opener for this. Good thing I have one. I'm very thankful that you have one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, just work it in there. Hold it. Okay. I'll, oh, wait. No, I'll, I'll hold it steady. Hold it lower, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just use both hands. Yeah. Uh, just twist uh, it a little bit. Yep. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Wait, twist a little. Oh, I'm not well, you know, to... we were doing some sort of sexual puns. I'm so. not trying to get crazy. Um, okay, so which one should we do first? I'm going to say we should do the Stoli first. Yeah, okay. Because it is unflavored, well, un uh, special flavored, I should say. They had blueberry, but I was like, eh. It's a little wild. It could, it, it could go wrong. Yeah, I could see a couple ways. That could go wrong. We could turn blue. <laughs> like the girl from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Oh, man. That was, was strange. That was a terrifying moment in that movie. Yeah, it was. Very unexpected. Scary. Oh, wait. This is the part where we're... Oh, yeah. This is the part where we're very carefully pouring the Martinelli's. I'm like, how much of this should I put in here? I don't know. Um, I would say maybe up to that... Well... 
I mean, we still have a fair amount. I would say you could probably put it up to that top line, actually. This is too much. Is that too much? Actually, you're probably right, because then this will be enough for our second cup. Uh, well, cheers, sir. It smells good. Cheers. To an exciting festival season. It's good. Yeah, it's solid. I can, I can I can hardly taste the, the vodka. Yeah, same. At all. It's very. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Stupid sexy, sexy Flanders. Flanders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's probably one of the that's uh, yeah one of the best Simpsons moments ever. I would say. Um, cool. Well, with that poured. Let's begin the uh, the countdown here through the different categories. So, when we're talking about these, I think it would be right to maybe give, uh, you know, a nod to whoever we hope will win each category as we go through them. Uh, only if you want to, though. Let's take turns, though, reading the things. Take turns reading the things? Okay. Yeah. Uh, would you like to go first, or should I go first? Uh, you can decide. Uh, you know, I'm holding it. I'll go first. Ooh. Yeah. So the first, <laughs> <laughs> bet you weren't expecting that. That was a quick response. <laughs> like I'm holding it first. I'll go first. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the first category is record of the year. So cool. In record of the year, we have I like it, which is Cardi B, Bad Bunny, J Balvin, uh, the joke, which is by Brandy Carlisle. Which we are about to review, as a matter of fact. That's our first song of the night. Uh, this is America by Childish Gambino. God's Plan by Drake. Uh, Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, which we will also be reviewing. Mm. Uh, All the Stars, which is the Kendrick Lamar and SZA song, which I swear to God came out last year, but yeah, well, or yeah. like the year before last year. Anyway. Uh, Rockstar, which is Post Malone, and The Middle, which is Zed, with Marin Morris. More the fr- what was which Cardi B was it? Uh, I like I it. Like it's kind of like the Latin mm-hmm. sounding one. Yeah. So those well, are the there's, songs. There's two songs that I have not heard though, so it's like. Yeah. So maybe before we uh, give our opinion, we should listen to those songs. Okay. Yeah. So the first one is The Joke. It's by Brandy Carlisle. It's actually nominated for a number of different categories. So I figured it would be appropriate to uh, review that on this okay. episode. Um, so we're going to review songs and then go back to reading the rest of the Grammy stuff? Yes. Um, now, what we could do because, well, Shallow is also in this category. So we could review both of those. And they give our opinion and then continue going. Yeah, let's do that. You want to do that? Okay. So first, uh, this is going to be uh, The Joke by Brandy Carlisle. Let's see what it sounds like. I have been to the movies. I've seen it. And the joke's well, there you go. First song uh, of the night. That was pleasant. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but I definitely understand why it was nominated for a Grammy. Um, I feel like there's a certain category of art pop that, like, the Grammys love, and I feel like this is definitely one of those songs. Yeah. Um, That being said, I thought it was a pretty great song. I like her voice. I thought the melody and chorus was strong. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, um, her voice ranged from sort of slightly conversational to very intense and like powerful. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The only, it's like my gripes are that it didn't, the lyrics were just too ambiguous to me. Mm-hmm. They were too murky. It was like, it just it was too hard to follow or to unco- like decode so there's lines where it's like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like what joke is on who or mm-hmm. like we gotta dance with the devil on the river to something about us to like beat the stream or right. some random ass line where it's like it's like dude how like why is this metaphor have to be that ambiguous like 
what mm-hmm. the fuck are you talking about? Right. But then there's other lines where it's just like, she's like, I saw your eyes behind your hair and they look tired but not scared. Yeah. That's like a really powerful, good line. Yeah. To like describe someone, like how they, to describe someone's state and character. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, that line is just in the middle of a lot of stuff that I don't get or care about. Mm-hmm. So it's like I enjoyed the song because I really liked, did like the chords and the melody and her voice. I liked all that, but just like what she was saying was so like whatever to me that it just kind of hurts the song a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I listened to it, I almost wasn't paying attention to the actual lyrical content, but more of like the delivery and like the instrumentation yeah. that was going on. Yeah. Um, the string section was really cool. I was yeah. All, I was all about that. Um, and the way it was, like, very sweeping at times and then would, like, pull back. Um, it's really, really well performed. Um. It's like, you want a song, like, songs, you need some sort of, like, emotional or themed center where it's, like, just gonna hit people. And, like, the songs didn't have that for me. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I were to look into the lyrics a little more, I could probably get some sort of, like, greater meaning out of it. But just as, like, a surface listen, it seemed like there was a lot more going on that I wasn't privy to. That might have helped maybe bring it together a little more. All great songs have that thing for me that I'm sort of trying to describe. It's like, you know, you take a Bob Dylan song like Blowing in the Wind or Mr. Tambourine Man, there's like a clear general state and like a general theme to those songs. Yeah. Um, Mr. Tambourine Man is more like winding, but it has like this general sense of like, you know, just almost drug like state of just being tired and euphoric <laughs> and like this comfort of this Tambourine Man. Yeah. Or like, uh, fucking, uh, like Creep by Radiohead Yeah Not even one of my favorite songs at all But it's just like very clear Like the song about like Kind of self-hate And feeling so out of place And Yeah It's so clear Like what it is The feeling of it Or like um, Like the X Factor By Lauren Hill It's like Oh yeah Very clear Like there's Very clear the emotional center And like what the song's about And like hits you so hard mm-hmm. Whereas this one It's like so unclear that I, it's like it's hard for me to get an emotional response even yeah. though her voice is so good yeah you know you were listening off those songs and um sort of like how you made a divergence into left field on our last episode of this podcast i'm going to make a divergence into left field with the same subject aka phil from the microphones because hmm. um, when you were talking about songs that like have very very clear emotional centers um I was just listening to The Glow Part 2 again, and, like, the title track off of that, I think it's the second track on the album, if I'm not mistaken, it's, like, it's interesting because, like, the song itself is sort of, it's sort of ambiguous in the sense that, like, Phil gives very specific imagery, but doesn't necessarily tie them together in a very, like in a very uh like linear way but the images that he shows in that song are all very connected with the same like emotional center Mm. which is sort of this feeling again of like kind of this existential fear of like not knowing what you're doing and not belonging but just knowing that like you're alive and like feeling like feeling the weight of being alive even though like there's a lot of ambiguity to life and what you're supposed to do in it but like you just know that it's like important and like meaningful somehow yeah and like i mean that's a song that is just like so well crafted in in, like every way um and come taking that back to this song, I think I think the one thing this song does well actually is the fact that it sounds like it kind of sh- sounds like a show tune, like it sounds like musical <laughs> yeah. theater almost. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's about it's like about her character being like I've seen people in movies and how the movies end and the jokes on them. So it's almost like she's performing her own show tune about <laughs> people in movies that she sees, mm. which is kind of cool, actually. Um, 
again, I feel like despite knowing that though, I still feel like there's a part of the story that I'm missing. I mean, you know, I don't want to say it's super. I'm, I'm making it sound like this is so unclear. Where it's not like like the verses have the same theme. The verses are both like there are people out there that are trying to keep you from being yourself and reaching your potential. Yes. So, but fuck them. The jokes on them. Like yeah, there that is like the idea, but it doesn't like some of the metaphors and lines are just very ambiguous, which I don't like. And then the the basic message isn't re- relayed in such a way that I feel like I relate to it or I feel like an emotional response to it. Yeah. It's just like, the, just the, the lyrics of it uh, don't hit me. Like, you feel like they just sort of, like, come and go and you're like, okay. Yeah, just, just something about it seems just not coming from a real or sincere place. And it's like that, <clears throat> that coupled with, like, Again, the ambiguous metaphors, like, those two things just combine for it to be, like, okay. Hmm. And then also, like, the them is so ambiguous. It's like, who is the them? Like, Right. You, you know? Well, presumably the them is the people in said movies that she's watching, and she can, like, already see their lives unfolding in front of them. I was thinking that the them was supposed to be, like... I thought the movie was a metaphor, and the them was, like... Like I've seen the movie, meaning I know I know the deal. Even and, and then even though that the them as in the people who like are hindering you, like I know the hinderers and I, I know all about them. Or I've seen their movie and I know the ending and the jokes on them because their life sucks and they don't really enjoy life. Or, right. Or whatever. I don't know. You know. Right. Well, then I think you kind of answered answered your question then, right? Because like the them is like the, the hinderers. Yeah, I mean that's my that's my interpretation, but it's still vague because it's like, who are the hinderers and like, and it's like, sure, I don't know. I like I enjoy more. It's like more specifics of it's like who who's putting you down or how are they doing it or like why are they doing it like, I don't know. I guess it doesn't always have to be specific, but it does seem like I mean, credit where credit's due though. It does seem like it's sort of like the message is very grand. Yeah. And so in that respect, like, it is kind of... I think it is trying to go for more of, like, an overarching message as opposed to being, like, very specific about, like, you know, one certain group of hinderers and more just, like, obstacles and things that are in opposition to you on a daily basis Yeah, that are, like, trying to wear you down. I just... I think in general... In general, details can help. It can help you feel like you relate and, and feel like a connection to something. Yeah. Because when, when you get... <clears throat> if it's too vague and it's delivered in a, such a way, then it, it can start to have this, like, hallmark or, like, like focus-grouped, like, insincere feeling to it. Yeah. Like, just be who you are or, like, just believe, like... Really vague language Where it's like What the fuck are you It's like those Imagine Dragon songs We reviewed Yeah It's like It's bordering on That territory Which I despise <laughs> It's bordering on Blase That's really what it is Bordering <laughs> um, Imagine Dragons Is like 4,000 times worse So like oh, This song is not even Close to that Imagine Dragons Is like uh, Yeah No this song is so much Like better in every way Um Though Speaking of show tunes, uh, moving on to the next song, uh, we're going to review a song called Shimmer, or, right? Is that what it's called? It is. Shallow. That's what it's called. Uh, and it's by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper from A Star Is Born, which is an actual musical. Did that movie come out? It did. It did. came out last year. Ooh. I was, like, on the fence of wanting to see it or not. I didn't. Yeah. I also did not. <laughs> it was one of those movies where kind of sli- similarly to La La Land, I was kind of like, uh, this is just like Hollywood making a movie about Hollywood. <laughs> so I was kind of uninterested. I, okay, now I don't want to go into a detailed discussion of La La Land. Okay. But let me just say, the ending I thought was terrible, and the songs were also, like, not very good. I... Agree. <laughs> um, also, not getting too into La La Land, even though I'm going to leave some real spicy hot takes right now. Please. Um, but I don't get 
why you wouldn't hire a set of lead actors and actresses who could actually dance. Or even sing. Or, like, or sing. Like, I don't know what? why you wouldn't do that. There's so many talented people. Yeah. And... But it's okay. Literally. They're good actors. Very good actors. They are, and they portray their characters really well. I thought Emma Stone was fantastic. But, that being said... Did she win an Oscar for that? She did. She won uh, Best Actress, I think. That's cool. Hey, speaking of awards, remember last year during the Academy Awards for... uh, Or no, it wasn't last year. It was the year before last year. When La La Land was up for Best Picture. Do you remember that? I forgot. Did it win? So here's what happened. And this is the only time I remember this ever happening. Isn't this weird that I don't remember what won? Well, the reason why is because they went up to announce. Oh, they put the wrong... Yeah. And they read the wrong envelope. What did they read? They read read La La Land. They read La La Land. But it wasn't La La Land. It was The Shape of Water. No, it was was Moonlight. It was Moonlight. Yeah, Shape of Water was last year. Yeah. Shape Um, of Water was last year. But yeah, Moonlight won, and it was... Yeah. What was Moonlight about? What's the... Uh, Moonlight was about a a three... A three-staged coming-of-age story about a gay african-american boy growing up in america i want to watch that it's really really good yeah that sound yeah i really want to watch it's that. super super good it's basically following the same character at three different points of his life like as oh, a child as so a teenager awesome. and as an adult i want to watch that it's so it's so fucking good you should definitely watch it um yeah i watched it on a plane with no sound because I was just watching over the shoulder of somebody and I was still like very heavily impacted by it. Yeah. And then I had to watch it with sound. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. You should watch it. Um, but yeah, they, it's, I think it's because what happened was they had a duplicate envelope for Emma Stone who had won Best Actress and that was the award before Best Picture. Yeah. But what had happened is they had switched the envelopes, and so they just gave a, the duplicate of Emma Stone's because there's there's like one for stage left and stage right. Yeah, and I think they just gave the extra one to whoever was announcing Best Picture. Yeah. So he paused, and then yeah. his like co-person read it for him, and yeah. she just assumed it was from yeah. La Land. The guy paused because he realized something was wrong. Yes. And then the woman was like, "Oh, just give it here," and then she read it, and it was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the director was like, actually, the winner is Moonlight. And he's like, this isn't a joke. And then he turns the envelope, and it, like, zooms in, and it says, like, Moonlight, winner for Best Picture. Which is insane. Damn. I'm a little, like, bothered because, speaking of, like, just talking about films. Yeah. There's a movie that I remember thinking I want to watch that again. Mm Mm-hmm. And I forgot what it was. I should have written it down. Uh, do you remember, like, what no. it was about? Nothing? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Like, what? Like, was it a newer movie, do you know? It's definitely pre-2000. Pre-2000, okay. But, um, it'll, it'll come to me at some point. Maybe we'll remember it through the, uh, recording of this podcast. Hopefully. We'll find out. Stay tuned. Will I, will I remember? <laughs> If you if you need a if you need a reason to stick around, maybe at the end of the show, Josh will remember what movie he wanted to see. Um, anyway, let's review Shallow. Uh, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Stars Born. See what it sounds like. So Josh, uh, as I pour my second cup of this lovely beverage, tell me what you thought of that song. Okay, um, I very much liked Lady Gaga's voice. Uh Um, I thought her performance was, you know, she delivered the lines with some gusto and some conviction. Mm-hmm. And um, I was a little bit moved for when well, the first chorus hit. Mm-hmm. Or the, whatever, the, the, off the deep end part. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the lyrics, they were a kind of general, but they didn't, they weren't like, they didn't suffer from what we'll call the AAM. 
the annoyingly ambiguous metaphors. <laughs> so it's like they didn't. The lyrics were didn't bother me really, even though it's kind of more generalized. The A-A-M. Um, mm-hmm. And I did. I really liked her voice. So um, I think overall, I did enjoy the song. I don't know if I would listen to it of my own accord again, but uh, I liked it more than the last one. Um, you know, times can be tough for people, I guess, and she gave a nice emotional vocal performance. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Kind of have to think about this one a little bit. I don't know if I liked this one more than the first. God, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Because, like, the first one, the chords and the melody and, like, the, the journey of the first one, I did like a little more. I think I think the first one does feel more like a journey, you know. Yeah. I think I think that this song has its heart in the right place and Lady Gaga, excuse me, Gaga. Thank you. Um really her voice is fantastic. Uh Bradley Cooper's is like, okay, it's chill. But Lady Gaga's really really shines through. Um but oh my god, those fake crowd noises! Yeah, I was gonna say they're so distracting, dude. <laughs> like they want it to sound live, but it's like so obviously not. It's like right. the fake crowd, and it's so obviously to a click. Yeah, and like part of the part of the appeal to music in general, and especially live music to me, is that you're in this moment and you're going with the flow, and the performers, well, not always, but often or sometimes like performers they're not playing to a click it's just they're in the field together in the groove and it's fluctuating and it helps the moods change when they need to but this was so obviously like to a click and everything's fucking perfect in pitch and it's like the fake crowd but yeah the other there were a couple other things that were very minor but that also kind of bugged me one thing is that i don't know if it was supposed to be like a slide guitar or a cello or a violin or, or some violin you heard that though right i don't know what it was yeah i couldn't tell it sounded like a synth that was like very poorly attempting to replicate one of those instruments i think it was supposed to be a violin but I don't know. I think it was supposed to be a cello, because I think that was too oh, yeah. low for a violin. It was a lower register, yeah. But yeah. it just didn't sound right. There was, like, a clicking going on, and the the way that it sustained itself did not sound like someone bowing. And so that kind of threw me off, <laughs> especially compared to, like, the fact that Brandy Carlisle definitely had live strings in that recording that, that yeah. she did. So I could really tell the difference. So maybe that was... Uh, an unfortunate side effect of hearing those together. Um, the other thing that I couldn't get around is that the way that they... The way that they accented the word shallow when they repeated it... Something about it kind of bugged me. I don't know why. Maybe it was an aesthetic choice. It was just the, the sibilance. The sibilance? The sh... Yeah. You just don't like hearing the shish. No, it wasn't that. No, it actually wasn't that. <laughs> the I had more problem with the fact that they were saying shahahalo. Right. Which, again... They, they should have found more uh, syllables. Or just don't, like, don't push the H, man. No words. Like, what's wrong with just being like shah Like, what's wrong with that? Hello. You know why? It's because I think, again, it's like a very musical theater thing that, that reminds me of. Because it's like you're like over breathing everything. It makes you sound like a Shania twat. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> a Shania twat. I yeah. love it. Oh my God. Um,. Anyway, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I get why people like this song. I get why it's nominated. Um, I totally don't fault anybody for liking this song, but I just don't think it was for me. Yeah, it's fine. Um, You can't like, you can't, you know. Yeah, gotta be real. Gotta keep it real. Keep it real for my bros. 100 all the time. Keep it 100 all the time. Um, so, with that song reviewed, let's go back to this list in our fine Grammy lineup here. Uh, so, record of the year, we have I Like It, 
the Cardi B song, the joke, the Brandy Carlisle song, This Is America, God's Plan, Shallow, All the Stars, Rockstar, and The Middle. Oh god That's a lot of songs None of them are popping out To me Same Um Uh I feel like This is America Would be the Would be the one That I would choose Ah The only reason why Is because I feel like It's the only one With at least a little bit Of Of Critical thinking the mu- but the thing is, the music video is good, but the song in itself, I think, is okay. Hmm. I think, I think, beca- I don't, I think it's probably better to not separate the music video from the song. If I can include the video and the concept of the video, then I would pick that. But if, if I had to go just by song, I probably wouldn't pick that song. Right. I'm kind of wondering how many people are going to just kind of, kind of. Subconsciously, mentally include them together. I think it's I think it's fair to include them because it, it's part of the piece to me. Yeah, is the video. I think so too. Well, then I would still say that that would be my top pick. Then I, yeah. uh, I actually really like the middle, but it's definitely some pop trash. So I get that. I really like that song though. I think in terms of like just fun pop record, I think I like it. It's definitely the best, mm. but. At the same time, I love SZA, but that song is not super strong. It's not her strongest. Uh, so. But SZA, just, this is America. Well, let's just give it to that. I would, I would give it to that. Um, so next is album of the year. Josh, would you like to read? Oh yes, I will read this for you, for us, for everyone. <laughs> um, so, "Invasion of Privacy" by Cardi B and mm-hmm. other people. Um, by the way, I forgive you. We forgot to say how funny that title. Or to me, it's funny. That but, Brandy Carlisle song, is, the album is, by the way, I forgive you. It's pretty awesome. So much sass. It's like, oh, snap. Scorpion by Drake. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, her by Her. H-E-R by H-E-R. Huh. I don't know what I don't that, know is. that is. Beer bongs and <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, man. We really, like, the Grammys are... Okay, I mean, that's fine. it's basically forties on forties. The award show, um, <laughs> dirty computer. Ooh, I like that sound. Oh yeah, that. it's the Janelle Monae's album. Uh, Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Okay, Black Panther the album. Uh, yeah, no, was, I like some of the music on that movie. Um, and that's it. That's it. Um, I personally would one thousand percent give it to Dirty Computer. Well, I haven't heard it, so I don't know. It's really great. I think out of all those, it's it's definitely the most interesting and the most conceptual. Okay. Um, do you want to do a song of the year? Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you have one out of out of the ones you know from that list? What was I know for, for um, album? Oh, God. It's uh, not really a lot that you know. Though. I don't. I don't like, know enough to give an informed opinion. So uh, it's okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, for song of the year, we have All the Stars, which is Kendrick Lamar and SZA. We have Boot Up, which is our girl LMA. We have God's Plan, which is Drake. Uh, we have In My Blood, which is the Shawn Mendes song. We have The Joke, which is the Brandy Carlisle song. We have The Middle. <laughs> Why does that song keep popping up, man? Uh, and then we have Shallow and This Is America. What's the difference between record and song of the year? So, song is for songwriting and record is for producing, I believe. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. Just everyone needs to get an award, so... Yeah. So this is for song of the year, so this is for... Oh, actually, it describes a songwriter award... And then record of the year is award to the artist and to the producers. So this is like songwriting specifically. Um, Huh. Well, for songwriting... Man, I don't fucking know, man. Maybe... No, I was gonna say this is America, but again, like no, I would the give, writing is pretty. I would give it to Boot Up for sure. I would too. Like straight up, because like it's not like any of these songs are like more serious or like literate and like mm-hmm. so deep and thoughtful or like 
critical of society like none are more so that than others and i feel like boot up is the most clever and like yeah well constructed for what the like the you know this is what the song is about what it is yeah i agree and plus it's like come on her voice is great that song is just great like, that song is really really good um ooh, and then after that we have best new artist Josh, would you like to read our lucky, <clears throat> our I would lucky love candidates? To. So we have Chloe X Halle, Hal, Hale. Yeah. Um, Luke Combs. Okay. Oh my god. Yep. Uh, Greta Van Fleet. Yep. This is just more, there's more and more reason that, like, if I were ever nominated for a Grammy, I may not show up. <laughs> it's very likely. I just be like, this Highly is Highly likely. <laughs> it's like 95%. Oh, man. Um, you know that you know they're going to be nominated for, like, all the rock categories, though, right? Like. I mean, yeah, they're garbage. So, her. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Dua Lipa. Uh-huh. Oh God, I hate this. I would never want to give out something because I well, as long as I know how to pronounce things. Yeah. Margot Price. Okay. Um, Baby or BB. Oh, BB Re- Rexa. Yeah. In Georgia Smith. I'm pulling for Georgia because it's spelled with two J's. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I would either pull for Georgia Smith or just say Luke Combs coming up from the back and taking it for the country. Coming up from the back and taking it in the front? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Whatever that um, yeah, Luke Combs is like a new a new country artist, and he seems like he's pretty good, and his songwriting is hilarious and clever, so I'd be down if he won, even though I know there's no way in hell that he will, but that'd be fun. Um, I think there's a pretty fair chance that Greta Van Fleet's going to win, even though I really don't want them to. But there's also a fair chance that Dua Lipa would take it, because Dua Lipa seems pretty popular. So... Oh my god, Greta Van Fleet is garbage. Okay. Yeah. Um, and now we're in the pop... Oh, uh, you know how many oh, Grammys that Led Zeppelin were nominated for? Which is the band that Greta Van Fleet is writing? Zero? Zero? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They were nominated for zero? Yes. Fuck, dude. And now Greta Van Fleet comes along, and they immediately get Best New Artist nomination. Off of the fucking corpse of Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Jesus. Well, that's about... That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we're now in the pop category. Best pop solo performance... We can you can uh, give vetoing power to skip over whatever categories you want if you don't care about these. By the way, uh, best pop solo performance. Uh, we have Colors by Beck. We have Havana by Camila Cabello. We have God Is a Woman by Ariana Grande. We have Joanne by Lady Gaga, and we have Better Now by Post Malone. Gaga. Gonna give it to Gaga. No, that's just I'm correct, correcting your pronunciation. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um, no, I would give it to Ariana for sure. I would give it to Ariana as well. Yeah, hands it down. Yeah, not even really. A, I'm surprised that I don't even know Beck put out a new album last year. He's just a quiet man that does his thing. That's true. I feel like he's like a monk that goes from the mountains and like comes back down every year with a new album and then like goes back, does his thing. How many cat? There's are there like fifty categories? Uh, no, it's like twenty. Okay, so, well, all right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, best pop duo group performance. Uh, Fall in Line, Christina Aguilera, featuring Demi Lovato. Oh shit. Don't go breaking my heart by Backstreet Boys. Oh fuck yeah. There's dude. the winner. Yep. Um, it's wonderful by Tony Bennett and Diana Krall. Okay. Shallow by you know, girls like mm-hmm. you by oh my god no. Fuck uh, that. Say something by Timberlake. Oh and, god. Um, Chris, your thumbs. Stapleton, sorry. All right, and the middle. Um, dude, if if Backstreet Boys, hands down. I mean, yeah, hands down. No, not even a contest, dude. If Maroon Five or Justin Timberlake win, I'm gonna fucking riot. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Not surprised because it's the Grammys, and it really pains me to say that about JT because I like him a lot. But God, his new album was so bad. You remember that song "Filthy" that we reviewed? <laughs> that was really bad. It's really, really bad. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, back, dude. How fucking sick would that be for the Backstreet Boys to fucking win a Grammy in 2018? That'd be awesome. They deserve it. They do deserve it. I don't think they've ever won a Grammy. 
That's a good question. I'm sure they've won for like pop duo or like pop group performance or something. I'm sure that they've won something. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, so just looking, if we don't know a lot of this stuff, I think we should skip it. Okay. Like, uh, so if you want to do this, you can, but I don't know this one. Best traditional pop vocal? I don't really care. The only thing that I will say is that Willie Nelson is up, and I would definitely give it to him. <laughs> okay. Seal and Barbra Streisand are both up, but eh, they've had their time. Willie Nelson is old enough that he can come back around and be a new kid again. So yeah. I'll give it to him. Uh, best pop vocal album. These might be. I think this is worth worth okay. saying. We know like two songs. Um, yeah. Camila by Camila Cabello. Meaning of Life. Kelly Clarkson. Sweetener. Oh yeah. By Ariana Grande. Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez. Uh, Beautiful Trauma by Pink. Reputation by Taylor Swift. Um. I mean, I think Ariana Grande, right? I would give it to her. I think that she has the strongest one. I actually listened to that album. Oh, no, my I didn't turn my phone off. Oh, second show in a row. How dare I? Sheesh. Um, booty call. Booty call? <laughs> it's not at all. It's like one of my friends, you want to play a game of catch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Fucking texting at, like, a quarter to midnight. You're like, yeah. hey, guys, you want to come over and play some chess? No, we play online. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I would give it to Ariana Grande. Maybe to Kelly Clarkson, but I haven't heard that album at all. So Maybe Pink. Pink is solid. Um, <laughs> Josh and don't Seth say nothing. Like you don't know, Josh. Josh and Seth say nothing about Taylor Swift. Uh and now we're into the dance electronic music section. Uh, best dance recording. Let's see. I don't really care about too many of these. Yeah, keep going. Um, disclosures up though. That's pretty cool. Uh, best dance electronic album. Oh, actually, there's a lot of really good people up in this category, so I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, Singularity by John Hopkins. Uh, Woman Worldwide is Justice. I like Justice. I do too. Uh, Treehouse by Sophie Tucker, who's also really good. Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides by Sophie. And Loon Rouge by Toki Monsta. Um, Real Talk, that Sophie album is a fucking banger, and you should check it out. It is one of the most out there electronic albums I've heard in a while. Hmm. Um, it's totally worth it. She's a great songwriter. Also, just like yeah, completely like off the wall shit. So definitely worth checking out. I would say that that would if that gets the win, I would be very very happy. But I'm not. It might go to Justice or Sophie Tucker. But uh, now we're into contemporary instrumental music. Skip. Ooh, I'm gonna fucking skip hard. Rock. Oh, yes. okay. here we go. All right, four out of five by Arctic Monkeys. Oh, this is best rock performance, by the way. Yeah, uh, four to five Arctic Monkeys. When Bad Does Good by Chris Cornell. Okay. Made in America, The Fever, three, three, three. Okay. Highway to um no uh, un- <laughs> uncomfortable by Hailstorm. Okay. And that's it. Uh, man, only five songs. Um, I like Hailstorm a lot. I would give it to Arctic Monkeys. I think I would, too. Because they came out of left field with that. It's barely even a rock album, honestly. But it's I think it's decent. It's, it is good. It's, it is it's good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd give that to them. Uh, Ooh, metal. Let's do that. Oh, fuck yeah. Best metal performance. Here we go. So... We have Condemned to the Gallows by Between the Buried and Me. We have Honeycomb by Deaf Heaven. Electric Messiah by High on Fire. Betrayer by Trivium. And On My Teeth by Under Oath. Oh my god, what a stacked fucking category, dude. Um, wow. I don't know anything, so you, I know, you pick. I know literally all of these bands, and I, I like all of them. Um, god damn. Um, I would love to see Deaf Heaven win just because they, they are one of the only successful, um, black metal projects that are also from America. Mm. Um, they're from San Francisco actually, and they're really, really good. Um, a friend of a friend actually knows one of their guitarists. Uh, which, yeah, is also crazy. But also, High on Fire, uh, Electric Messiah was a really great album. Trivium's been around forever. Under Oath has been around forever. Between the Buried and Me has been around forever. So, honestly, I'd be pretty happy with 
pretty much anybody, but it'd be really cool if Def Heaven took it. Um, I would like that very much. Best rock song. Best rock song. What do we got here, Josh? Um, I don't... Wait, keep going. I only know... Yeah, I only know the Mass Seduction, Annie Clark, St. Vincent song. Let's skip it. Oh, there's a song up by Ghost as well, which is pretty cool, but... I would say, yeah. Best rock album. Best um, rock album. What do we got here? I also don't know. Ooh, well, I'm gonna... I'm just gonna say this really quick. Uh, Rainier, Fog, Alice in Chains, Mania by Fall Out Boy, Prequel by Ghost, From the Fires by Greta Van Fleet, and Pacific Daydream by Weezer. I would totally give that to Ghost, because uh, they're awesome, and they deserve it. They're like a rock metal band. They're really fun. They sing about, you know, rats running amok with decay. So cool. I'd give it to them. Uh, then we run to the alternative category. Uh, best alternative music album. Oh, shit. There's a lot of people in this category. Damn. I need to listen. Okay, so we got Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, Arctic Monkeys. I've heard that. Colors by Beck, have not heard. Utopia by Bjork, have not heard. American Utopia by David Byrne, have not heard. Mass Seduction by St. Vincent, which I have heard. Um, I just slightly like the Arctic Monkeys more than the St. Vincent record. Yeah. I would very much want to hear the other three. I, I've heard all of, I've actually heard all of them except for the Beck album. Um, I would be, ooh, that'd be really awesome if David Byrne won just because it's David Byrne. I would Byrne. want David Byrne to win just because I like him a lot and I don't yeah. think he's won anything. I would honestly either give it to David Byrne or Bjork. Yeah, one, me too. One of those two. That that new Bjork album is really solid. Um, I love Bjork. Oh my god, I do too. I'm glad that she's still getting like recognition this late in the game. She's so good. She's great. And now we move to R and B, um, which I don't really care that much about. At least not for R and B performance. Let's skip it. I like R and B, but I don't know those songs. So yeah, uh, best traditional R and B performance definitely skip. Best R&B song. Uh, boot up wins. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> boot up wins. End of story. Best. Uh, no. the, the the still unfortunately named best urban contemporary album, aka best new wave R&B album. Uh, Everything is loved by the Carters. The kids are all right by Chloe and Hal. Chris Dave and the Drumheads by Chris Dave and the Drumheads. War and Leisure by Miguel. Matriloquism by Michelle. No, oh, geez, sorry. Can't pronounce that. Uh, I'd give it to Miguel because he had that song Skywalker that I really like. Okay. <laughs> so I'd give it to him. Whatever. Uh, best R&B album. Skip. Skip. Are we almost done? This is boring for people. Yeah, don't worry. We're getting there. We're actually getting to the last two songs. Okay. Um, so best rap performance. Uh, we have Be Careful by Cardi B, Nice For What by Drake, King's Dead by Kendrick Lamar, Bubblin' by Anderson Pack, and Sycamore by Travis Scott. We have not talked about Bubblin'. We need to talk about Bubblin'. Okay. So we're going to listen to it right now. All right. And it's going to be great. Uh, thanks for sitting through 24 minutes of us scrolling through the Grammys. But now it's time to talk about some goddamn music. So let's go. One in the hand, one in the bag, bubbly. Cash, look at the cash coming in. Come get your man, little nigga bugging me. Yeah, dude. Shit was lit. That was fucking dope. Right? That was like <laughs> was that awesome. Dude, that was amazing. That's like that's like top five worthy. Yeah. That for shit sure. was so dope. Oh for my sure. god. It was all like frantic and like fucking lit. And then when the beat comes in, it's, like, way, like, it's, like, halftime. Yeah. And I was, like, I was a little worried. I was, like, I don't know if I'm, like, in the mood for, like, this super frantic fast rap. And it just dropped, and I was, like, oh, my God, fuck yes. Dude, it's so good. The delivery was great. There's, like, a number of fucking hilarious, awesome lines, like. Mm-hmm. Dude. Take your mama to the Marriott. Wear it out. <laughs> Patience thinner than the pantyhose. Yep. <laughs> Super fly for Dumbo. <laughs> so um, good. No, dude, that shit was awesome. Like, I, midway through, I was like, fuck this. I just went to Spotify and saved it, so I was like, I can listen oh, nice. to that shit later. Yeah. Oh, dope. The whole album's really good, actually. Um, so, fun fact, the album was actually produced by Dr. Dre. 
Which probably explains why the production was so good. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Dude, can we just take a moment to appreciate the the fucking cracked out, like, string part in that song? Mm. Like, I love how it, like, it would, like, weave in and out, and it would do these really extreme, like, sliding parts that made it almost sound, like, distorted. Mm. And that was, like, kind of swirling around in the background. Um... Yeah, dude, fucking a. Yeah, Anderson Pack is kind of a genius. <laughs> um, he's also from uh, fucking San Fernando Valley. Huh. <clears throat> so he looked older. He's he's actually young. He's like uh, he's like younger than us. Huh. Or like our age. That show was cool. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was banging. Four. I ain't got nothing to say. That shit was dope. Yeah. Better than everything we've heard so far. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, f- yeah. I feel like everything else we listened to was, like, in, like, a certain, like, region. And then that song was just, like, out and out that of space. That song definitely gets my, my vote for, like, whatever the category was, that wins. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really great. Like... Yeah, best rap performance, which I'm, which I'm really, really hoping that Anderson Pack actually performs that at the Grammys because I would better win. Like literally, no other song is close to that. Yeah, I agree. Not, not even. I think the only thing that could touch it, honestly, is Sicko Mode. Um, just because it's the only other one that has like any amount of animation in it. But that song is fucking so banging. <laughs> okay, so should we do... Should we keep with the Grammys? Should we do the best rap song performance or skip that? Uh, well... We can skip that. Yeah. It's pretty much who you... It's pretty much everybody we've already said. Yeah, keep going. Um, best rap song. I think this is, might be where I have... Yes, this is where I have the last song for us to talk about this evening. Uh, the categories are, or the, the choices are God's Plan, King's Dead, Lucky You, which is the Eminem, Joyner Lucas song, uh, Sicko Mode, and then this last song called Win, which is by J-Rock. Which I don't know if, have you ever listened to J-Rock before? Uh, I don't think so. He's pretty dope. So we're gonna, we're gonna check this out real quick. Uh, Yeah. J-Rock win. Let's go. So I was like, Josh, do you need lyrics? And he's like, no. And the answer is fries. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Well, that, um... So that song's up for best rap song, just just FYI. Um, I feel like it's rare that we'll have an episode where <laughs> you'll listen to a song and be like, top five, and then the very next song, you're like, bottom five. <laughs> like, it's kind of rare that that happens. So it's I went from such a high and ex- like euphoric, ecstatic state of like, oh, the music's awesome, this is dope, to just like... Oh my god, this needs to stop. I literally said this needs to end or yeah. stop. I was like, we need to turn this off. Yeah, Josh was like was like looking at the clock, being like, how much longer? Oh my god. Yeah, it was uh it was it was not good. It's not good. Everything about that was annoying. Even Kendrick. Was Kendrick on that song? He was the background win win win. Oh god, that was him? Yeah. Yeah, it was like one of the most annoying parts of the song, actually. Um Yeah, man. That's uh That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. And it literally is the same fucking sample line for the whole song. Like it doesn't change. It's so boring and repetitive and his voice is so annoying. Yeah, it's literally just some dude yelling win at you, like, as many times as he can fit into two bars. Um, who was that? J... That was J-Rock, um, which I chose it because I like some other J-Rock shit in the past, but um, that was not one of them. That was... 
Well, whatever. Um, are we reviewing more Grammy stuff, or are we just going to rank these up and get out of here? Uh, you know, I think we should rank these up. Well, first, before we do that, let's just take a look at what else is in that category. Um, yeah, so best... So that... This is an award for songwriting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> In a song uh, where dude just yells how, win at you for like three and a half minutes. Like, goddamn. I mean, if there is even a shred of me that considered the Grammys like credible, that shred has just been destroyed. I don't know what what even qualifies that song for songwriting. Or even for sharing with anyone. <laughs> Or for, or for release. <laughs> that song's not qualified to, for the public. It's yeah, that's um, for public consumption. Not public consumption. It's for private consumption. Um, private consumption. Good name of a band? Question mark. Um, so best rap song. We have God's Plan, King's Dead, Lucky You, Sicko Mode, and that song. Wait. <sighs> So where do you go for that category? Uh, I don't know. Maybe these are that good. I would say King's Dead by default because <laughs> that's the only one that I think has interesting writing in it. Although Eminem is up, so yeah, Eminem or King's Dead. I mean, the Eminem song did have good bars in it. So man, I don't know. I would give it to Eminem. Yeah, same. Eminem deserves a win. It's like it not even the best song, but compared to the other ones, it's like fuck it. Um, and then we've got you know country. We've got some other fun shit. We got jazz. Actually, there's one thing I want to check and see. No one wants to hear us talk about the Grammys anymore. I know, but there's just one thing I want to see while I'm on here. It's this out al- this jazz album called Your Queen is a Reptile. And I'm Ooh, I like that name. It's great. It's not the Grammys though, so it doesn't matter. Uh and thus we are done talking about the Grammys. Uh, can we not do a Grammys like live whatever we did last year? What? You don't want to? I mean I did have a great time, so let's do it. Well, I mean, we don't have to record it. We can just get together and watch it. Is no, that, yeah, that we be can do fun? That. Yeah. Okay. It'll be fun to watch it together, but... We might, like, tweet every once in a while when we, like, look up and yeah, be like... Yeah, let's just live tweet it. I don't want to have to do, like, recording of us. We tried recording it, and it didn't work. We just complained about... Or I just complained about shit. Well, and we didn't even end up... It didn't even end up working because the sound quality didn't work. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so we'll just live tweet it. It'll be great. We'll take photos and Snapchat it. It'll be really cute. Wait, do you have Snapchat? I do. You do? I don't use it very often, but I do. I used to have it, but I haven't had it for like a year or more. Oh, really? Too many girls were trying to send me news. Send you dick pics? (laughs) That was none of what I said was true. None of what I said was true. Yeah, Um, I mean, we all know where the dick pics really come from. I have sent zero dick pics. I've sent one. Oh, I mean, I wasn't saying they come from you. I'm just okay. saying they come from dudes, not chicks. Let me let me be clear. I've sent one, but it was requested by a longtime girlfriend. Well, then that is acceptable. And I still felt very weird. But that dick is still out there in the internet, Josh. I'm worried. It's, <laughs> not really. I mean, you know, as long as you're comfortable with, with your own dick pic. you sent a dick pic ever? I've never sent a dick pic. Okay. <laughs> it was awkward. Not really. It was hot. I think I'm too self-conscious. Just to really um, ever want to send a dick pic to anybody, um, I would much rather just you know do the do the in person. I wonder showing. when she deleted it. I'm sure she's deleted it, but I just wonder when that happened. Josh sits up in bed tonight. Yeah, like oh like, shit, is that picture still? I should, out there? I should text her and be like, "Yo, did you delete that, or is that like?" Still <laughs> oh my god, phone? that'd be hilarious. Like. Yeah. Three years later. Hey, um, do you still have that dick pic? (laughs) Can you? I need it it back. (laughs) I need it back. (laughs) You've been borrowing it long enough. I mean, when I say, I mean like I mailed her a picture. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? That's what I mean when I say. (laughs) In like a fucking Manila envelope. (laughs) Yeah, it's like eight and a half by (laughs) eleven. 
It's like, what could this really be? Really no, resolution. please don't open that. Yeah. Holy shit, that is mine. Please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really, all like pixelated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't really even tell what it is. <laughs> what, what am I looking at right now? Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. God, that's the goal of some guys. That's so. That's that's harass. That's like really bad. Oh, it's actually it's actually harassment to send a dick to to send an unsolicited dick pic. I should say that's, that's really not okay. Like at all. No, it's not, and it's um, it's kind of an issue, dude. I mean, it's not kind of an issue. It is an issue. Do you know that some chat roulette? systems have actually people have actually developed dick detecting software <laughs> for chat roulette so if you put up a dick pic you'll instantly get booted out of the session well that's fair it is fair but can you imagine the poor programmer that had to sit up at like one in the morning perfecting his dick pic software that sounds fun <laughs> Or should I say dick pic detecting software? Anyway, just sorry, sorry, women of the world that that's a thing. Here? I don't know. Let's let's talk about the songs. Let's rank these. Well, do you remember how we got here? That was that was fun. Um, we were talking about Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. Somehow Snapchat came up because it's Grammys. Right? And then dick pics because that's really all that Snapchat's used for, right? Yeah. There was this one girl that would send me, or she like, she would post pictures of herself on her story, but then it's like you can send it to your story and someone. Yeah. And she would send it to me too, and then my girlfriend was like, "You need to," she was like, <laughs> "You need to not be doing this." <laughs> well, she was like, "Can you delete this person? Because I don't like." She's like tag. She's like sending this to you as well. Right. She wants you to see it, and this is like no. Right. They weren't like risque. It was just like you know. Pick of a girl. Here's, here's my outfit. I look cute. Right. I mean, I can <clears> see <throat> that being a little, a little odd for yeah. a girlfriend. Um. Anyway, less, uh, less dicks, more, uh, more cute girl photos. Yeah. Also rankings. I'm tired of getting dick pics. Um, <laughs> so anyway, hashtag stop the dick pics. Um, I mean Anderson Pack for sure, number one. Yeah, one hundred percent. I gotta. It's like really close, but I gotta give Shallow the number two. Really? Um, yeah, because like I just if I enjoyed the song more and I liked Gaga's performance more, so yeah. And then three is the joke. And see, I'm so quick with these rankings because my feelings are like I just detailed what I felt about it, so I don't want to do it again. Yeah. And then obviously number four is... J-Rock. Whatever the fuck that was. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I will also try to be brief. Uh... <laughs> the asterisk there is try. Um, number one, Anderson Pack. Fuck yeah. Not much more I need to say about that. Number two, I'm going to put as the Brandy Carlisle song because I actually did think it was a little bit of a superior song. I thought the production was better. I thought the. Yeah, I I actually liked her vocal performance more, to be honest. At first, I was kind of annoyed by it because it had kind of that weird raspy quality that always makes me worried about the singer's health. It was good, but yeah. it was it was good. You're kind of convincing me because it's so close. It was yeah. very emotive. Yeah, um, it had actual string parts in it. Yeah, I will say that the. Um, the lead line became slightly repetitive after a while, but it was very, very powerful and moving, and it built in a in a organic way, which I liked. Um, three was uh, shallow uh, because oh, sorry, what was that? No, I, was just, I think I think I change. I, I think I agree with you because if you were like, yo, what song would you rather like listen to again? I would probably rather listen to the Brandy Carlisle song. Yeah, so that's, I think that's, that's, what was, that's what I was feeling too. Like, I get that Shallow's a good song. Like, I don't think it's a bad song, but 
I just don't really think I would have an inkling to listen to it again anytime soon. Unless if I was watching the movie, and then I'd be like, oh yeah, this is a fine song. I'm never going to watch that movie. I don't think I am either. <laughs> Unless if I'm like on a plane, and then it comes no, up, and I'm still. and I'm forced, and then I'll be like, maybe I'll take a nap. Yeah, I would just <laughs> Um, And then we have number four. Oh, how disappointed I am in you, J-Rock. I thought you were going to be a good song. He kind of tried. I was... I don't really... Did he try? No. Not really. He didn't. I was disappointed. I was disappointed and ashamed. Uh, but yeah, that's that's our rankings. It's the end of the episode, dude. What are we going to do for the 40th episode? Because we're doing that soon. Right? I know. We keep, we keep putting it off. Here's what I'm thinking. And um, for anybody on Facebook or... Uh, or Twitter or Snapchat. Or, or Snapchat. Winky face. Uh, or even on SoundCloud, you can comment there too. Let us know if you want our 40th episode to be a normal one, or if you want that to be the special one, or if you want our top and bottom to be the special one. Um, let us know if you have an opinion on that, because I'm kind of open for whatever at this point. I was sort of thinking that maybe the 40th like, would be in LA, in, like here, but it would be a little special maybe we'd get a guest or two on to help us out and then i was thinking oregon could be like the top five bottom five of the whole show up to that point Mm. that would be kind of like a momentous occasion yeah well we we would also have to do a top five bottom five for this season yes that's true so we actually technically have two more episodes um, well, that, what would make the episode 40 special, though? That's what we have to figure out. Extra alcohol? Like a shot? Extra alcohol, extra friends, uh, any number of extra things, really. That's kind of what yeah. I'm, I haven't really decided on, to be okay. honest. We'll think about it. Uh, but yeah, please let us know if you have any ideas, uh, because we would love to hear them. Uh, we're kind of open to whatever at this point. So yeah, let us know. Otherwise, we'll think of something, but it would be fun to hear your opinions. Well, I'll think of something that's related to one of our inside jokes. Ah, okay. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, cool, dude. Well... In the meantime, thanks again for listening to us and for being very patient through all of our Grammy ramblings. Um, Tune in next week for more exciting Top 40s coverage, wherein we might actually do episode 40, but we might also delay it for another week. So tune in to find out. Um, In the meantime, I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And you guys have been great. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Uh, Have a lovely day or night whenever you're listening, and we will see you soon. Okay, bye. Goodbye.